Hello and welcome back after a short break to the Pub Week podcast. It's that time of the year again where wannabe pundits all over Scotland attempt to look smart and predict how the leagues will go while inevitably making an arse out of themselves come the end of the season. <laughs> It'll be a terrible idea to try and predict how the season will go before a ball's been kicked. And with that said, it's time podcast to attempt to look smart and predict the leagues how the leagues will go. I'm your host Aaron Smith and joining me on an episode none of us will look back on this time next year are Adam Oliver, <laughs> Ramsey Banks and Aaron McIntosh. <laughs> uh, before we get into predictions, um, we'll leave that on the, the slow burner right now. <clears throat> we'll quickly go to some slightly league cup ties of the teams that we support uh, and uh, the Rangers game because probably should mention the since champions. So we'll, quite, we'll go over that quickly. Rangers drawn at home to Dunfermline. Dunfermline, of course, a, a team that looked good, but you'd be silly to predict it now than a, uh, an easy Rangers win. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I think the same. I think Rangers being at home, I, I'd imagine that we'll be back to, well, hopefully we'll be back to full houses and intimidating <clears throat> support. So hopefully, from my point of view, um, <laughs> Rangers gub Dunfermline and I'll make sure that they don't have any confidence going into the championship whatsoever. I mean, there's not much I'd love more than... Actually, I don't think he can play because he'll be cup-tied, but if Kai Kendi was to put Rangers out, that would be quite good. <laughs> or be a senior situation. To go back to Ibrox and get the winner. Mm. That would be something else. Fair enough. Uh, By the way. Yeah, but let's go on to uh, uh, Ray for Rovers v Aberdeen. Uh, we'll of course start with you, Aaron. How do you? Of course, you'll be the underdogs. How do you fancy Rafe's chances here? Uh, very happy that's a home game. Um, looking on Sunday when the draw was about to be made, I seen all the teams that we could have got, and it was just like you, you, you didn't want any of them. They were all Premiership teams. <laughs> they were all teams that were in form. They're all teams that you'd expect to win. Uh, being at home, uh, we, we have a good chance. That's all I'm going to say about it. We do have history, recent history, uh, against Aberdeen in the Cup. Um, when we went up to Aberdeen in the Scottish Cup in 2010, I think it was. Yes, 2010. We went up to Aberdeen with a bare, thin squad. We had a player who almost died in a car crash the day before. We had a ca- we had our club captain was suspended. Um, we lost Johnny Russell during a warm-up. It was, a, it was the most chaotic game, the preparation you can ever think of. And yet somehow we managed to win one 0 and get through to the quarterfinals. So I would hope, hope for a result like that. Then hoping for something like that, I'll take I'll take any sort of win whatsoever, but nothing Maybe too dramatic. Maybe without the injuries. Without the injuries, please. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a very difficult game after watching Aberdeen last week in the European game. They're looking, they look impressive from what I've seen. Uh, but hopefully, uh, with our style of play, we. Shouldn't make it a good game for ourselves. Yeah, I think you'd have to, if you're not putting any bias into Aaron, I think even you'd have to predict an Aberdeen one here. Mm-hmm. Especially, you mentioned their, their 5-1-1 against the Haken uh, from Sweden in the, the Conference League playoffs. And Haken, they aren't a bad team. It's not like yeah. uh, they're a, a total pub team like Hibs were playing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a Swedish team midway through a season and they just swept on the side. Uh, in particular, Christian Ramirez looked very good. Yeah. Uh, G. Emmanuel Thomas looked brilliant too. Settled really well. So I think 
while I don't think it will be like a four 0 a five 0 even a five one like it was midweek, um, I think Aberdeen will have more firepower and they will probably go through. Mm. Um, but moving on from that, uh, we'll go to Dundee taking on Motherwell at Dens Park. Again, okay. uh, Adam, the Motherwell fan here. Yeah. Uh, you your chances, <laughs> Um, well, it could have been a lot worse for us, I suppose, but um, we bit, we bit repetitive. We've had Dundee the last couple of times in the cup, um, but if we get our act together, I think we should be okay. But Dundee are both good in pre-season, so that'll be a tough game. Yep, and it'll probably obviously the season will have started by then, but you just mm-hmm. had a try to bring it back up. You said a, a bad result away to Airdrie, which yep. are your rivals. Yep. Uh, do you think that will take a big hit on morale going into this cup game? As you say there, we'll just have to see how we start in the week. Um, the cup game stopped. Cup game's gone. We can't change that now. Um, it was a pretty poor week cup campaign, actually. We didn't, you know, Queen's Park, we were, we were pretty lucky to get the win. Um, we were always hitting out in the home to Queen's South, man, to turn that around. Um, but as you say, I think, you know, we just had to dust ourselves down after we We won. Against Ireland, we got ourselves through, so that should have given us a wee bit of a boost. But certainly, that Airdrie game is going to stick with me for a while. But we just have to forget about it. And if we can get off to a good start in the league, then you know uh, it's not going to be a forgotten about, but we'll certainly be a bit more buoyant. Yep, definitely. And uh, just finally, on more well uh, news by the time we record this, uh, a report came in that Sunderland are looking for a bid for Stephen O'Donnell <laughs> yep. uh, for around uh, half a million. There's no chance of that getting accepted, surely. Absolutely not, especially when he signed a two-year deal. It's um, <laughs> yeah. the usual one that the big English, big, I say big, but you know, English club coming in trying to get Scottish international on the cheap. But um, at least one million pound, or you can just forget it. Yeah. I think it's yeah. good. Though, just whilst we're on a point about um, you wanting a million pounds, I think it's been really eye-opening this uh, transfer window. I don't know about you guys, but I think a lot of Scottish teams are holding firm against yeah. English teams. I think that St Johnston were doing that with um, a couple of their players. I think the Wigan were trying to get Jason Kerr for silly money, <laughs> uh, and they yeah. want at, they want at least six figures. So it's uh, seven figures. St Johnston want at least. Um, haven't, so, um, haven't Watford been really bad for it as well? I think they tried yeah, to get John Doyle and Lewis Ferguson. Especially with the pandemic, but now we we're getting the fans back. That'll just that'll just make the clubs mm-hmm. more tighter to deal with. So oh, I think this is the, I think this is the first year which I can remember. And obviously, we still got about a month to go until the transfer window closes. But this yeah. is the first year I can remember clubs actually holding firm to their players and saying to English clubs, "We want so and so much money, and we're, yeah, we're think, waiting yeah. for them to make that deal." I think yeah. Rotherham were some of the worst for it as well. Yeah, I've heard about like, Looking at McGrath, I don't care if he's a penalty taker. He's a 10-plus goal centre mid, and those don't come cheap. So No. no. Uh, and it would be disappointing for us to lose O'Donnell. I know he got a bit of stick after the Airdrie game and also the, the game against the Czech Republic, but he's an experienced player. I think he's 28, so we don't have much leaders. So it would be a pretty big blow to lose him. But, you know, we can really turn down a big, big offer, but certainly 500 grand a Absolute disgrace. Yeah, hopefully, Scottish clubs do stop just sort of bending over for the English yeah. clubs. 
I know this could sound quite ironic from a Celtic fan saying this, considering mm-hmm. we've taken mm-hmm. players like David Turnbull and Greg Taylor, I just name a, a few recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's tight. Like, if you don't offer the right money, they can't go. It's no. as simple as that. Especially when it's Sunderland. I mean, Sunderland done what they were, so I think it would be a bit of a sideways step for them, if I'm being honest. But um, I know he, he wanted to try England again, but then he came came to us. So, but he signed a two-year deal, so I, I don't think he'll be going anyway. I think he will be quite happy. Thing is, I think going to League One would probably be a step down in terms of getting back into the Scotland squad as well. Like I know Clark okay. loves him, but like yeah. look at Palmer, he got left out. Mm. Yeah, I still think O'Donnell will get into the squad because of his relationship with Clark. But um, I see your point, definitely. Yep. Uh, and just the last fixture to talk about, uh, Celtic drawn at home v Hearts. Personally, of course, I mean I think Hearts were probably the hardest team we could have drawn uh, with the seeds. Hearts just missed out on being a seeded team. Mm. Um, I think the opening day of the season, of course, Hearts v Celtic at Tynecastle will probably have a good bear. And if Hearts get a result against Celtic, they'll be up for this. They'll and there probably will be no real reason unless there's dramatic improvements at Celtic. In terms of squad, that they can go and win this, whether it be fresh time penalties. Just a, a, mm. I don't want to say a jammy one now, but they could easily play to the park, really. But you'll have a good support. I think you're getting what, what yeah. 5,000 against Dundee. So you'll yep, 23,000 for Dundee, and mm. you'd hope it would be more by this point. You're like approaching 30. I just I hope we get away fans in, like with Mike Kibbs at Marvel. We hope that was that's yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a whole can of worms that I don't even want to talk about, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, just uh, yeah. yeah. The heart's getting <laughs> 4,000 at Tynecastle, while Hibs from the same city can travel <laughs> tomorrow. I'm not <laughs> complaining, by the way. I'm not complaining about that. That just makes it better for us. Yeah, but yeah. Ticket, but yeah. It's definitely odd. Uh, but that'll do for the League Cup. Let's get into the, the reason that people actually tuned into this show. Uh, we'll give our predictions on the the four top leagues in Scotland, four leagues in the SPFL. Uh, for the Championship, League 1 and League 2, we're going to give uh, uh, the league winner and the team that's finishing bottom. Uh, for the Premiership, we will give league winner, uh, relegation playoff team and the relegated team. So, we'll start with League 2. We'll start with who's going to be Club 42, so to speak. <laughs> uh, and for me... Uh, I've got that being an athletic. Uh, oh, okay. Last season, uh, yeah, I don't think that's a very popular pick, but last season, you look at the form, if you exclude Breakin, who, let's be honest, we all exclude Breakin, where they won <laughs> 1 in 14 uh, in the league, I believe. And to be fair, it was a good 5 1 winning against Denhouse Muir, but 1 in 14 is releg- not relegation form, but it's. Club 42 form yeah. in that week. Uh, I will admit, like, I don't know too much about Anna's squad, h- what departures, what incomings they've brought in. But just going off that form, it doesn't seem like... They're definitely not going to be a, a top half team, we'll say that. They probably they will be scrapping um, at the bottom. Mm. But I wish it was at our game with Arnon, so I could give you a better descript- like a description, but... By the sounds of it, they didn't seem to play that bad against us, so I, I don't. I think they'll be fine. I, I went for somebody else anyway. So okay. yeah, I think <laughs> they have a bit of a thin squad. I think 
I can't claim to know too much about them, but I think they lost their best, well, one of their best players in Nathan Flanagan to Sterling. And I think mm. by the sounds of it, by what I've been seeing, that's going to be a pretty huge loss. But I still think, I, I think they're going to avoid it by, sort of, by a decent distance. Yep. Like they have fair a thin enough. squad, but I think they'll have enough. Yeah, fair enough. Probably a more, a more popular pick uh, for the champions of Whiteham of Kelty Hearts to get a double promotion. Uh, you, just look, you look at the investment in their squad and quite a few teams like this now like Cove Rangers did it now Kelty coming through uh, they've got uh, experienced players in their squad such as Joe Cardo uh, Jamie Barjonas and Michael Tidser Cal uh, mm. yeah with, with the, the money behind them they probably should breeze the league I think the only real competition I'd argue is Edinburgh City but Kelty I think have a better squad uh, I think they, they will do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's go in order of uh, my listings here on the app. Uh, Aaron, uh, who do you have being relegated from League 2? Or Pop um, 42? Well, I had uh, Cowden Beef um, as the team that's finishing bottom. Um, I, we um, just we put all of our stuff onto the, um, on our Twitter feed and we made a list of who we thought was going to finish bottom. I slightly regret picking Cowden Beef now looking at their squad. Um, I Don't be against how... the Brazil. <laughs> um, I forgot about how much they actually do have a lot of quality players. They've got Craig Barr, um, they've got Liam Buchanan, they've got Kyle Hutton, Bobby Barr will be good in League Two level. Um, good goalkeepers as well. Cammy Gill is a good goalkeeper. Davy McGurn, um, you know, he's a Wraith Rovers legend. I would say um, they've got some very good players. My only concern is that they have they've been finishing in the bottom if not the bottom two the bottom three for the last few seasons and I think that's just a lot it might just be a bit difficult they've taken a couple of players on loan from us as well uh, and these are young boys these are 18 17 18 years old um, and I'm just a little bit concerned just how much they're going to get out of this um, but I think I think it'll be a little bit better than what I thought was going to be but I've gone for Ken Beath. Okay, so Aaron, who have you got as your League 2 champions? Yeah, I've gone for Kelty Hearts. I think they're just going to be a bit too strong for everybody else in that league. They've got Joe Cardo, Thomas Riley, Nathan Austin, Higginbottom. They've got a good defence as well. Um, my slight concern is they've got a manager who's been an academy manager at Rangers and he's now going to be a full-time manager yeah. um, at Kelty. And that's, it's, two, it's two different levels, you know, youth management and... Um, an SPFL club, so that's my only little concern. But I think they should have enough in terms of their playing team to go through and win the league. Yep, fair enough. Uh, Ramsey, who have you got? Club Forty Two. Club Forty Two. Uh, this might be a bit generic, but I have gone with Cowden Beast. I think they're one of the teams that's always in and around it. And then one of their main competitors, Brecon's gone down and being replaced by Kelly, whose investment is mad. So I think that puts them down at least one first start. Uh, so yeah, it could be it could be any it could be Annan, Albion Rovers, but I've gone with Kevin Beef. Yep, and your champions. My champions. Uh, I do have a soft spot, soft spot for Elden, Elgin, and I did go for Elgin, and I hope hope they get that promotion. But I think uh, at the end of the day, Kelty. I will say they might have a bit of a slow start uh, because obviously it's not FIFA Football Manager, etc. They need time to gel. <laughs> yeah. But I think once they will gel, it'll be pretty plain sailing from then. I tell you what, I've seen Elgin City against Dales 5 and they played very well, so that could be a shout. 
Yeah, great team. Yeah. Did well last season too. I think they finished third last season, Elgin. So I was gutted when they lost the playoff. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay, Adam, your club forty two. Uh I've went for Stranra. Um okay. very inexperienced manager, Jamie Hamill, who used to play for him. I'm not sure about that. That might cost him. Um new squad as well as like most most of the World League teams, but to be honest, I don't know a lot about them either, so I've went for an experience that they've went as a manager, really, more than anything else. So, John Rasmus. Yep. Champions, are you going to differ with your champions? Uh, no, I went for Kelly. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. any, any further reasoning or just. Same, same as everybody else, yeah. I mean, they'll, be help, they'll expect to win the league with the budget they've got and yep. you know the investment they've had. So, yeah, Kelly Hearts. Yep, okay. Uh, Let's move on to League One. Uh, we're relegated. I'm just going to go first, get it out of the way, because really it's based on not much. I've got Dumbarton going down, and I've really just based it on one of my friends goes to a lot of Dumbarton games, and over the last couple of years, he's just told me how pissed Dumbarton are. <laughs> so I'm just going to take his word for it and say they're really pissed. I've got nothing to go off here. I've got no stats. I've got no evidence. Dumbarton are pissed, and they're going down. Champions, uh, I've got Falkirk, who, I mean, last season they, they totally balled it. Um, they really should have won it. I think I think it was uh, the last third of the season, they end up finishing fifth from a position where nobody would have had them yeah. not winning the title. Um, Didn't even make the playoffs. No. It, was, it was a Celtic 2021 level collapse. <laughs> it was mental. Um, but I think you look at the squad. You got a good youngsters like Aidan Keena. Uh, they've just brought in from Martin and Craig McGuffey, yep. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think they have got. And I say League One is probably the tightest league call in terms of the champion. They've also got mm. Cove Rangers trying it again. Airdrie looking very good. Uh, but Falkirk probably will be the the team that I think will win uh, the league. So, Aaron, uh, who have you got getting relegated? Uh, I've gone for Peterhead to get relegated. Um, yep. The real reason is I, I've looked at their squad. They do have a, a few good players, but I think they're just maybe lacking goals a little bit up front. The Derek Lyle, who's I think going to be their... I don't know if he's their main player, Um I need to double check his stats, but he's forty years old. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you want to rely on a forty-year-old all the time. There's no obviously age is unimportant in football, um, but I think it'll just be a bit too much for them to handle. I do like some of their players. Scott Brown's their captain. Peterhead, he was almost going to sign for Falkirk last season. Um, we've got some good young players, but I think it's just going to be too much for them this season. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's never a good omen when your most notable players are a podcast host. I mean, if you yes. if you stop if you stop meaning the Barn team, I'm not saving them. No. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, who have you got as your your champions? Uh, I've gone for Queens Park to win the league. Uh, my feeling is that they're full time. They've won the league last season, and they're going to come into it with good form. They're going to come to it not knowing how to lose too many games, and I think it's just going to carry on into the league one season. Um, the only slight concern is that they probably 
is that their manager. And I love Laurie Ellis. She, again, another Wraith Rovers legend. I think he's just, if there's going to be anything, he's just going to be a little bit inexperienced manager at the top level. Um, because he's been an assistant at a few clubs now. Now it's his chance to be a manager. That's the only thing that's really going to concern me. But just with the squad of players, I think they're too much to handle. Yep, fair enough. And uh, moving on, Ramsey, your relegated side in League One. My relegated side, uh, they're Peter heading for relegation. That's awful. Okay, Adam, <laughs> who have you got? Right, Ramsey, yeah, bit of, bit of reason. Okay, uh, that, pretty much uh, all, all my reasons for them being relegated were uh, just basically listed like two minutes ago. But yeah, I, I pretty much. And I wanted to make that pun, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you're never going yeah, back no. on the show, by the way. Right, sick. <laughs> no, but uh, on the real, I think the the league this year, this year especially, there's some strong teams in there. I think it'll be too much for them. Okay, yeah. Uh, and your champions? Champions. I've gone for, gone with Falkirk. It's a bit of a generic one, but on a real, I think if they start well, surely they can't bottle it again, right? And I, I did want to, I did want to put Cove because uh, they signed Vigers and Draper, but there's, uh, there's, uh, there's injuries in there. I, I know all too well from their time at County, and I think they'll, I think they'll get playoffs, but I'm not sure they'll win the league. Yep, fair enough. Although Falkirk ball, and it would be funny, so you can't deny that. True. <laughs> uh, uh, Adam, finally, uh, your relegated side. I've went with Dumbarton as well. They struggled last season. They only just. Stayed up, they beat Edinburgh in the playoff, I believe. And yeah. as you said, we go into a very tough division. There's a lot of strong teams in there, you know, Al Athletica there as well, by the way. So, yeah, I've got very low expectations for them. So, I'm going for them. Yeah. The champions. I've went for Falkirk. Uh, I wasn't a fan of their co managers, so I think them having a permanent manager in place now might, might help them a wee bit. Um, they've signed. I think they've signed well. They've signed some really good players. And overall, it's just a massive refresh from their failure to, to win that week last season. So I think they've got to go up this year because if they stay in a week going for another year, it could be, I don't know, it could be a really bad news for them. So, I think Falkirk yeah. needs to get up either as champions or as playoff winners this year. And they've got to go up either way. It's mean, yes. that's, if they don't, it'll be, an, it'll be a fifth straight season. It's like one. Uh, another hand, I'll be inter- I'm going to the Falkirk Cove Rangers game on Saturday, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see, see how that goes to the top teams in that league. So. Yep. If our team is big as Falkirk too, they can't be in the, the third tier that long. No. It's ridiculous. In my opinion, they shouldn't even be in the championship. You know, I grew up watching Falkirk in the Premier League, so maybe yeah. that's my, yeah, maybe it's the age one there. But, uh, I've always thought it's Falkirk as a like a like um, a bottom half Premiership club and a top yeah. half Championship club, they always get promoted or relegated either way. Yeah, um, that's what I think of them. Um, and they've yeah. got, you know, they've always had good players. Something's happened in the last four seasons, uh, um, maybe the four seasons before uh, League One, and it's just gone downhill from there. Yeah, um, but hopefully from their sake, because I'd say they, it's too big a club to be in League One Absolutely. for the fifth season. Yeah, that's. Yep. Okay, so moving up now uh, to the championship. I, I guess we just kick start us off again. Uh, I know it's a bit of a, a run theme that there's a particular championship club that we don't really like. Uh, but I, really like. <laughs> I, I think finishing bottom of the championship this season will be Greenock Martin. And it's not even just. Uh, I'm not just doing it for the patter. Um, 
they are a club in turmoil right now. I think they have like is it sixteen players under contract or something. I'm just looking at a squad now. Just looking at a squad now, about sixteen players, but that's also uh, yeah, one like youth academy. Yeah. I know last year they only had one goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah and now they're signed like Jack Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, they've now signed zero goalkeeper. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I don't think there's much hope for more, and I and I mean. I don't, contrary to some belief, I don't actually hate Morton. It's just, they're not very fun to watch. They don't play the best football at the best of times. I just don't think there's too much hope of them staying up. And even if they get like a, a playoff position, to be honest. Um, but to my to my winners, I don't know how surprising this will be. I know definitely the, the bookies is a bit surprising, but I've only had them fair one. Um, they were... A, Really good for the first two thirds of last season. Uh, of course, Hearts were everyone expected Hearts to win it, but if anyone was going to challenge them, it was going to be on firm one. Um, they've got a really progressive manager in Peter Grant, who I know some fans weren't too happy with, but I've always rated Peter Grant. I think it was unlucky last season for how well went down. Mm. And some of the signs they've made have been brilliant. Kai Kennedy was great for Rafe last season. Um, Nikolai Todorov, I've always rated um and Graham Dorns a lot of experience. They've also kept uh, a lot of key players such as Aaron Comrie, Dom Thomas and Craig Whiten. Mm. I just think there's enough there. Of course it'll be a, a challenge with the relegated sides, Kelly and Hamilton down there. Uh, but I think they will have enough to get it over the line. I think Dorns this might be a game changer actually to be honest. I think he's well I've not seen him recently but I think if he's still fully fit he'll run that week. To be honest, yeah, it could be a Charlie Adams situation as well. Yeah, I think. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, but yeah, and I'd like to see the firm one up because they are a, a big club and they don't play in a national park, so <laughs> be ideal. So, Aaron, you're a relegated club. Yeah, I'm going to write the same, Morton. Um, oh dear, it's just like, pretty much exactly the same reason. Uh, I think they've got a good manager. Uh, I think when Gus McPherson came in, he changed uh, a little bit. They were, they were disorganised completely from what I've seen. Uh, and then he, when he came in, they, he freshened things up, he organised the team, he got some belief back in the players. But that's only so much that he can, that can go towards. It. He's not signed, I think, the players that he wanted to sign. Um, I think he wanted to try and sign um, Stephen McGinn from Hibs because he was on loan at Morton last season, but he's choosing Kilmarnock instead. So it's just th- it's things like that. Clubs are they are not competing well with the clubs around them. Our both are signing good players for the, for the only part time team in the division, yeah. uh, and I think Morton might just struggle. Just a, just a little bit lack of quality. I mean, they've got a good striker that goes Uigui. We had him last season. Um, good hold up play, good, and he'll score goals. But I just think just a little bit lack of quality elsewhere, defensive as well might just see Morton fall down. Yeah, they definitely make a, a lot of signings if if they can. Mm-hmm. Um situation they're in. It, it, it doesn't look good for them. No. Uh, but your your winners getting promoted to the premiership. Uh, I had it between uh, before this week, I had it between Kilmarnock and Partick. I'm still gonna okay. go for Kilmarnock but I, I might be changing I don't wanna say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I might be leaning a little bit more towards Dunfermline now but yeah, I'm still gonna go for Kilmarnock just because I've said it already before. 
Um, they've just got, I think they've got the best manager in the league. That's as simple as that. Yeah. You'll have them organised. You'll have them, you know, well-driven. You'll have them, you know, he'll, there's going to be more togetherness this season, I think, with Kilmarnock. Yeah, I, I think they just need another striker, one more striker, and they yeah. should be fine for the season ahead. I am being very, very worried about them. Not good to see your arch rivals, <laughs> your near neighbours, make all these signings. Whilst we've got to sign players from League One, League Two, they're signing Scotland internationals. Yeah, <laughs> I think it will be. It will be interesting with Tony Wright. I'm quite looking forward to see what he does because mm-hmm. Tony Wright is known for playing quite a, a negative style of football, quite yeah. defensive. That won't fly with Kamarnock fans in the Championship. No, they want to go straight up. They want to dominate games. Kamarnock need to get. It's like Falkirk. I think Kamarnock need to get up for a club that size. You know, I mean, you see what Steve Clark did with them. They're, if you can get a good manager who gives them belief, gives them you know good togetherness, good team spirit, and actually play good football, they can get that fan base can come back quite easily. Um, that's too big a club to be in the championship as well. So, come on, it needs to come up this season. Yep, definitely. Uh, Ramsey, have you got going down? Yep, I have to say this so I can look like a smart arse at the end of the year if it happens. Bottom of the league, Inverness, well. Caledonians, this or <laughs> Not a chance. It's a Billy Dodds, Billy, no, 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 Billy Dodds said in an interview after the after their last game that he has not yet coached his defence. No, I heard. And that. they signed Kurt Broadfoot <laughs> as a vice captain to marshal that defence. Uh, but if you want the real answer, I've gone for Martin again. I think <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've bottled that one. Uh, 15 first, uh, what, 15, 16 first-team players, and I think they've actually got a second goalkeeper now, so even more of those numbers are made up by players that can't play outfield. Uh, some decent academy players, his name has slipped my mind, but he scored a really good goal the other day, I think. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think I think Cowley are going to be a lot closer to it than people think, <laughs> but uh, I think it has to be more than this thing. Yeah, so. I think Lewis McGregor's the guy you're thinking of, about 17-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe it could be a great prospect. They just need signs. I mean, you see Inverness, their defence hasn't been coached. Always stay oh, out of defence. I've, bought, I've bottled it. I'm going with Inverness now. I'm sticking with yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, OK. <laughs> uh, and your winner's getting promoted to the Premiership. Uh, I was in between Kilmarnock and Dunfermline. I think Kilmarnock lost really good players, and you're never going to replace Kyle, like Kyle Lafferty <laughs> as a striker. But the yeah. thing is, right, they... Their squad, they've gotten rid of a lot of the deadwood, I think, and they've replaced them with some really quality players. Like, Jason Naismith, like, my my absolute love. Um, <laughs> quality right back. I think he should be playing for a team like Hibs or Aberdeen. Uh, Scott Robertson, not Robertson, Robinson, like, left Livy in really weird circumstances, but he's a quality player, smallest target man he's ever been. Uh, Paul Worth, Ewan Murray was the captain of Dunfermline. That's really big. I, I'm not sure how much these things matter, but that could be a really big mental thing for Dunfermline. And I think the more the thing is, these players, obviously, I'm not going to be. I know nothing about football finance, but I think on on the wages, I presume they're on. I think they need promoted. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm a, they've got pretty good investment behind them, don't they? With the German owners. Yeah, owners. yeah. So, Dunfermline. Yeah, they will be expecting to go up. You'd you'd imagine from the owners, but. Uh, it's up to the players to pull that off. And finally, Adam, who have you got going down? Well, you um, differentiate. I'm sorry to disappoint, but I haven't went for Morton this time. You are. Uh, wait oh. for Air United. Um, oh, yeah, I, I, I was fine. 
really poor season last year, I thought, for a club of their size. But I think the manager, David Hopkins, his style of football just won't. It's like dark agey stuff. So, yeah, I don't see yeah. much hope for him. And then their best striker is 36 years old, Michael Moffat. So mm. I think that probably tells you all. They have oh. sort of turned into the Tesco value Green and Morton since Hopkins <laughs> came in. It's quite odd, and I don't know why that's the club he's what a model yourself after. I noticed they signed their own, the Morton's only goalkeeper last year, Aidan McCarthy. Yeah. He, he, yeah. like, he signed about five Morton players from last year. Aye, Sean, Sean McGinty as well, Marcus Sean Fjordkoff. Yeah. 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 But, uh, I think Jim, Jim Duffy's the assistant manager as well. So. That's probably why yeah. they're going down, because they're signing players from Morton. So. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously there's a lot more factors, but it really did go far downhill when Shankland left there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Air were a club that were maybe not challenging for the title, but they were looking like they could get promoted. Yeah. Even the Colwell, I think that's a big, yep. big factor as well. So I don't think I don't think they replaced him correctly. No. So it's no. okay replacing maybe Shank, but I think the the biggest thing that they lost was Ian McCall. I mean, they put they had Mark Kerr charged. I mean, that just didn't work out, did it? And no. Hopkins. So yeah, I, I think they're in. I think they'll have a long season ahead. Yep, and your winners. I went for Kilmarnock as well. Um, okay. Basically, same points. Good recruitment. They got rid of the deadwood for last season, and the fact that I seen like the po- the interview after the playoff, and they said they wouldn't reduce the point budget. I thought, yeah, yeah they're going to have a good season. Well, good season. They're going to win the league, which is what they should be doing. So, yeah, Kilmarnock for me. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I think uh, some people might. Be wanting to see who I've got one in one in the Premiership, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave my predictions to last. Um, just <laughs> for, the sake. for the build up, <laughs> yeah, just for the for the ad revenue if we were getting it. And uh, we'll we'll start with you, Adam. Who've you got getting relegated first of all? Uh, I've I've gone for um, Ross County. This was I did all my predictions last week, but um, before I seen Livingston play. Because yeah, we played yeah. Livingston in the cup, and oh, Livingston's style of play, I don't know what it is. I think something's happened to it. Um, no, it's been the Just mind their shouting at them. <laughs> they, they, they weren't. Livingston, I thought, played okay football last week when I seen them. They played long ball football, and yeah. there's only so much that you can do to that. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm, my head's maybe it's just starting to turn a little bit towards Livingston if that's the way they're going to do it all season. Because um, you've got good defenders, you've got. You know, they were the best defenders in Scotland you've got in that league, so they might struggle if they're going to play that system the whole time because they're not going to get it to Bruce Anderson all the time. But yeah, um, I did go for Ross County before the season started, uh, before we um, made our predictions. Uh, and I do think I'm just going to stick with them just because uh, Ramsey might be able to tell you more about it now. Obviously, I will. Um, they, do, they have signed some good young players from... I think Manchester was it Manchester City? Yeah, Alex Robertson, point? and then the other ones is uh, Vulcans off Southampton. They both yeah good. Uh, the only thing that I've got for them um, is that they have lost a lot of experienced players. Yeah, um, they've got Vigers, Draper, Garden. I think left as well. Yeah, well, that um, one was a true heartbreaker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they've got they've they've just lost a few. I would I, I think you would I think legends is the right word for it. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, so I think they, I think if, maybe if one of them stayed on, it would help them. But 
I think yeah. they've just lost a few players who might help, uh, would be able to help them this season. So I'm just going to go through us County, but Livingston maybe not too far behind. So I, th- I think based on that, would you would you have Livingston as your 11th place team? Yes, I would. Um, okay. Just I th- Adam, I think you're at the game. Um, I think I heard you say that you're at the game. Yeah, I was it. Yeah. Played. You you you've seen the style of play that they played last last week. I've been it's, seeing it for the last three years. Yeah. It's the same. Gary Holt, David Martindale, it's been the same. David Holt, actually, when they went up. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's just yeah. a, it's just a weird, because they actually do have some very good football players. You know, they've got... Oh, they've uh, signed well, I think. You know, they've signed Andrew Shinney. You know, Craig Sibold, I've always rated very highly. Chris Anderson's a good striker. Yeah, Chris Anderson. Good, I like to Jack Hamilton when he was on loan at East Fife and um, yeah. Arbroath last season. They've got very, very good football players, but for some reason they want to play their style. Yeah, um, and it, I just don't think it's good. I think they might be caught out this season. Mm. Okay, uh, and finally, uh, Aaron, uh, break my little heart. Uh, who's your Premiership champions? Uh, I'm going for Rangers. <sighs> um, I just think uh, I think it might be a closer uh, run than um, what people might be expecting this year. But you know, you've got to think that because they are the league champions, they've got to be the favourites. Yeah. Um, I would say the same for Celtic. If Celtic won the league before, I would go for them as favourites simply because whoever has that trophy, you would think that they've got all the momentum. You know, they've got everything that's going for them. It has to be them. But Rangers, yeah. bit, they've got a few more qual- bits of quality. I think Celtic have signed well this transfer window. Um, uh, uh, not in the right positions, if not. <laughs> not. Not in the right position, but I do think they've got a few good bits of quality. Um, I yeah. just think maybe it's a season too soon, uh, too early even. Um, for this yeah. group next season I think you'll be I think it'll be where you judge them more uh, but I'm just going to go for Rangers yeah fair enough um, I suppose uh, <laughs> <laughs> right Ramsey uh, let's, let's see if you're going to have much faith in your club who have you got finishing bottom so at 12 when I look at our team right I'm optimistic with the players we signed on paper our team looks pretty decent but the thing is, yep. we've got four first-team centre-backs. One is always injured, and we play a three at the back. So all our fit centre-backs in the team at once. If one of them gets injured, we've, we're screwed. I don't, one of our, we have three wingers, so we don't really have the system to play like attacking wingers that much because they're both like predominantly right-wingers. Yeah, yeah. When you look at depth in that way, um, our squad is too thin. Uh, the players we have, I don't think I look at a single player in our squad as a liability in and of themselves. Um, and when I compare us to other teams, uh, it breaks my little heart. But if we don't sign any more players, I think we're going down. Yeah, fair enough. Have you we got do, your... We do need oh, to strengthen. Sorry, but So I just wanted to know, where do you need to strengthen then? If, uh, you, if, you, if you're going to stay up, what would you? who would you sign? Who would you... Um, who, you know, who would you need to bring in? Uh, we need another winger. We need like we need like a proper. We need like a proper proper centre back. I don't know if any of you know this, but the the league we won, not the league. The season we won the league cup, we bought in a captain to sit in the middle of that defence and yes. completely revolutionised us. Andrew Davis. Yeah. I think we need us. I think we need to. We've got a club captain. We've got Keith Watson. He's probably going to stay captain. Well, he will. He got just got appointed captain officially today. Of course, he's going to stay captain. Uh, but we need to bring in someone like that who's going to completely like stop us conceding sixty plus goals a season. Are you still playing a back three then under my 
Malkin Akai. Uh, yeah, we've got Alex Yakovic, Keith Watson, and Carl Donaldson playing it at the moment. Mm. Oh, Akovic, Akovic's a good player, right? Then. Yeah, I, I love Alex Yakovic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, who have you got in your, your relegation playoff team? Uh, I've, I'm actually struggling in between the two Dundee teams. I think Dundee could well have a really good season. Uh, but when you come up through the playoffs, you always have ground to make up, I think. Uh, having failed to like mount a challenge to the team that came up automatically in Hearts. Uh, and I think even though I, they have quality, quality players, like obviously Charlie Adam, uh, I think at times they are a really good team from what I've watched them, but I think at times they might flat to deceive a little bit. And obviously Dundee United, really inexperienced manager. Uh, a lot of their fans saw it as a bit of a lazy appointment and it could come up trumped, you never know. Hmm. Uh, but I think it might be the classic thing of, unfortunately, he might be, I don't know, sat by Christmas and then they struggle to recover. Uh, but I think if he does really well, uh, they could avoid it. But if they don't, uh, he might have them in the playoffs and it might be a case of if they bring in another manager, he might do really well and give them a bit of season to at the end of the season to make the playoffs ahead of us. Yeah, okay. And uh, are you going to going to make me smile about who, who's your premiership champions? Uh, I'm sorry, Aaron. But I'm going to talk about uh, Celtic a bit. I think they're not going to... If you look at result by result last season, it, it was Lennon getting memed for every single bad one. And if they stop dropping stupid points like that, they will close the gap. I think Postacoglu uh, looks really promising like even as, as a county fan i have no affiliation whatsoever to celtic when i hear him speak he makes me believe uh oh, he, he could make me run for a brick wall that man uh, the things <laughs> yeah. i would do for Ashford, the Gockler. yeah uh yeah he seems um one thing i think that i was worried would affect him and it affected dyla and it affects a lot of foreign managers that uh, come to the league, which is wrong. The media is just like yeah. it's like in the media, like everything in Scottish football is pretty much like a old boys' club jobs for the boys and stuff like that. And he's come in and he seems to shut out the media, uh, like with things like you know I'm not a, I'm not an accountant, I'm a football manager, blah blah blah. So he seems to be very confident, very driven, very focused. Uh, I think Celtic will close the gap this season, but I think Rangers will still pretty comfortably win it. Okay, just uh, about closing the gap, do you think it will be close? Or do you think it will, of course, closing the gap from 25 points? I'd really hope so. Um, I, think think I think it'll be wrapped up by the split. I don't think it'll be that close, but um, certainly can't be 25 points again. No. So maybe about Celt- 10 points, something like that. Yeah. I was going to say if Celtic can keep it within like single points, um, yeah. keep it long enough, you know, keep going long enough to make it respectable, probably, um, that might that I think that would be success. I wouldn't. You obviously wouldn't do that as successful, but I think. Um, Honestly, I mean, I think I, Celtic would be realistic this year. To be honest about yeah, what they can do, yeah, so I just want to see progress. To be honest, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Too, I'm not too thinking. If we don't win the league, I'm not going to be shouting Ange out, going mad like that. I just I want yeah. just good progress. I think if you, that's a, if you win a trophy at least. Yeah, even just like a a, a league cup, Scottish Cup, in. I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we, because obviously you said the media could drive him out. That's the thing that would worry me because I think there is a lot of people who don't like change in Scottish football. And yeah. there's a lot of people who didn't like 
Ronnie Daly coming in. When he was appointed, obviously I've got no affection to Celtic whatsoever, but I thought, this is a guy who's clearly successful in his own league. You know, he's done well, he's, he's young, he could be progressive. Why not give him a chance? Why not? And I think it's the same for, for Ange. I think he's got a lot of good... He's obviously managed his country at the World Cup. He's clearly got a good yeah. CV. And why not give him yeah, this opportunity? I think the media have already started. Like People ridiculing him just because he's Australian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, he didn't help himself after the uh, the Michelin game. Yeah. He came out and said, oh, we're unlucky not to get three points, which is obviously just a slip. Every manager has, has said something they didn't mean to say. And then people and are just jumping right after the game. Oh, it doesn't know Europe. Like, doesn't mean anything. It's right after the game as well. I mean, it's not yeah. clearly. It's not thinking straight. I mean, he's thinking what I would think he would be thinking is uh, the goalkeeper should have done better. Near Beaton, he would be raging at him. He, you know, yeah. all those missed chances. He wouldn't be thinking straight. So for him to come out and say three points, he's clearly not thinking straight. And everybody's just. Laughing him off about this. Yeah, no. After that, after that sending off, he would have been near insanity. Yeah, yeah. I, if I was, <laughs> that, I was that, a fan of being on the pitch, I think. Yeah, I was so stupid. The most senior player in that back line. I mean, I'd not to dwell on this. I, I mean, that's not the point in the podcast, but so so ridiculous. But hmm. yeah, we'll we'll move on. Uh, Adam, who have you got finishing bottom? Finish up. Um, I've got Robinson finishing bottom. And this was before I went to the Livingston game last year because I just think they're sort of, I suppose you say, honeymoon period where we're in the top six. They, f- yeah. they just fell away. and under Ma- I'm not convinced about Martindale, even though he had a great season last year. I'm not convinced yeah. he can keep it up. Um, but the site good players, but as you say, I mean, the state with that bus is just, well, terrible. So, yeah. yeah, I've got them finishing bottom. And your 11th place team? I've got Ross County. Okay. I've, I thought they were in trouble as soon as uh, Mackay got appointed, just mainly for the negative reaction, but also I'm not convinced their squad's got enough to stay away from the playoffs, but I think I think they would win the playoffs, but I don't think they'll stay away from that position. Yep, okay. And uh, yeah. uh, you're, my, you're my last hope here. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, just they pray. They pray. I, I, I could pay your wages in the future, just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Who have you got winning the, the Scottish Premiership? Uh, Hibs. Nah, I've got the Rangers. <laughs> I've, got, I've got Rangers. One Hibs? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I think Rangers will win it. Way. No, without any difficulty, but without too much, if I'm being honest. I actually think Celtic are probably in a race to finish second. Oh, Jesus Christ, okay. And that's, that's the, you know, that's how far away I think Celtic are, but we'll just have to see how what, what happens in Celtic are in a little bit of a transition. A little bit, that, yeah. Yeah, a wee bit. Uh, <laughs> but, no, I'm sorry, but I think the other team's going to win it, Rangers. So, yeah. Sorry to disappoint. Okay. Um, yeah, I would remember that. So... <laughs> I'm surprised that... Uh, I'm, I'm waiting on your relegated team now. Yeah, oh, you are, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's funny you say that, because I did kind of... I did consider uh, Marwell, but... <laughs> uh, coming, coming bottom. I generally did. I'm not just saying that. But coming bottom, uh, I have got Livingston. As Adam said, the honeymoon period is well and truly over. And I think Martindale's me found out. Adam said I didn't think he rated him. I definitely don't rate him. I think he comes across to me as a bit of a 
a ball near Lennon, to be honest. Doesn't seem like he has much tactics. He just seems to put players on the pitch and shout a lot. Um, I mean, I, I like him. Uh, I'll never get that story of him telling mm. F.A. Ambrose about he was just at the jail. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it was just That's fantastic. The thing I, like, I like him as a person. He's a good yeah, guy. definitely. I, I, I hope I'll stay up. I, yeah. I really do. But I don't. You're <laughs> uh, forgetting the, the only team with a plastic pitch. Yeah, but I can deal with one plastic pitch. It's, just, it's when there's three. When it's as bad as Livingston's is the worst one. So I know, but it's called the Tony Macarena, Macaroni Arena. And Macarena. I prefer the Macarena. That's a good name. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I, just, I, really like, I really like the thought of... Uh, I mean, there's rumours of Joe Hart saying, I, like, I really like the thought of Joe Hart playing at the Tony yeah. Macaroni Arena. So, that would be great. Um, I mean, they've made decent signings like Bruce Anderson and uh, Adam Lewis, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think it's enough. Um, so, I think they'll go down. In 11th, Ross County. I think nobody's rated Ross County in this show, but it's just a razor-thin squad, really. Uh, they lost yeah. a lot of their key players, like Michael Gardine and Ian Vigers. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to speak Ross County beers twice last season, but I just I don't think they'll have enough to stay clear of the playoffs. And I think they will finish in the playoffs, and I think they will go down uh, to a... Oh, I didn't mention it, but I had Kilmarnock probably uh, beating Ross County in the playoff. Um, the Malcolm Mackay appointment is just still so baffling. And... For all we know, he could be one of the best managers in the league. I don't think he will be. Um, but it's just it's so odd and the amount of negativity will <clears throat> get forced out. I'm like, not sure. It, Sorry, go on. I don't know if you're finished. No, I, I pretty much am finished. I, just, I, I don't get the Mackay appointment at all. I think it's alarming as hell. I don't know what Ram thinks about this, but their best players were like the veterans and yeah. not really anybody to replace them with. I'm not sure. What I'm saying about that, but I think that's pretty a, and, an alarming sound. And the the way they apparently got released just over didn't seem right at all. Yeah, there there's been a lot of. I'm not going to pretend to understand anything that's gone on at County in the last what three months. It's been an ah, uh, don't get me started, man. Uh, yeah, you're right, pretty much. Can't really add much to that. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah best uh, move on yeah uh, is it best to move on is it best to move on I okay so. let's do that so uh, so Livingston bottom Ross County 11 that's my prediction Premiership champions um, I mean uh, I don't think Josh will do it I don't <laughs> think Aberdeen will do it uh, I don't think Kevs will do it um, well, well, well let's just look at the, the facts right so Rangers, they don't seem likely to see any key departures. Like Kamara, I know there's links. It doesn't look like he'll go. Ryan Ken, Leeds seem to be permanently linked with him, but doesn't seem to be much in it. And Morelos, the port offers there, doesn't seem to have faded a bit. They don't seem to be such a strong squad. They don't seem to be losing anyone. Uh, they've brought in uh, Fashion Sakala and John Lundstrom. Look like great signings, uh, even just for squad players. Of course, just off the back of beating Real Madrid uh, at Ibrooks. So, yeah, and then you go to the other side of the city, Celtic, a, a team in total rebuild uh, with what I would say is a championship quality back four, if that. 
uh, Anthony Ralston, Stephen Welsh, uh, near Beaton slash Dane Murray, whoever you want to put in there, and Greg Taylor. I don't rate it at all. I rate Dane Murray, but other than that, I mean, he's eighteen year old. I you can't you can't trust him too much. I suppose you could say Celtic are going through, or Rangers are going through under Stephen Gerrard yeah. when he first came yeah. out. Yeah, and that's why I really wanted to give Ange Post Colgo time. I, I think yeah. if there's yeah. one Ange out, if we don't win it in the season, like the, the, cup, the people you know, that think this is going to happen straight away need to wake up a wee bit. Yeah, just, I know. It just goes at Celtic, but it happens to every team, so yeah, you get a chance. I'd, I'd say Ange is one of the best players for this, uh, one of the best managers, sorry, for this. That we could have possibly got, uh, but yeah, even back to the squad, there's major questions over Silas Barkas. Um, I feel like the consensus in this uh, call is going to be that Barkas isn't good enough. I'll still back Barkas until we sign another keeper. Is <laughs> how I'm doing it now. Um, wow. <laughs> I just I I don't know how many of you saw like maybe the highlights to the the West Ham game, but you've definitely seen the full one Twitter of his positioning. Yeah. On the West Ham course, yeah. even at the time, I was like, he's in the middle of the goal, and I think I tweeted like, because he just he made two two great saves before this. Yeah, well, I heard so I about tweet, that. Yeah, yeah I tweeted zero uh, percent of the goal was covered by water, a hundred percent covered with Celtic Barkas. About two minutes later, I'm tweeting zero percent covered by water. I thought it might have been a flash start from under post the cardboard, but obviously at the minute it's not. Of course, you haven't seen uh, our pre-season. He was great in pre-season. Um, of course, we rotated Scott Bain, came in. Bain, awful, still still is. But he looked great. It looked like this was going to be a new chapter for him. He, he might have settled in Scotland now, uh, which I think was a big part of uh, his feelings last season. Yeah. Well, the fans, fans are coming back now, so you never know. Yeah, I mean, that could go our way for him, honestly. <laughs> um, well, I suppose. Uh, had, the fans were cheering for him. Yeah. We've had real. I know we've made some signings, some really slow recruitment, um, in terms of defence where we need it. We still haven't signed a right back. Uh, we're going to go into the first game of the season with Anthony Ralston, uh, which is laughable. Uh, we need to sign uh, at least uh, two right backs, I'd say, and another set of half at least, maybe a left back. Uh, we've not done that. Also brought in Lee Alabada, a great start, uh, scored against Mitchell for Beaton, basically forced him to get subbed off. Uh, he looks great. Starfelt looks a great uh, eye replacement, but I just I don't know. And then finally, I don't want to go over it too long. The whole Griffiths debacle, where if whenever he touches the ball, it becomes a pantomime to see who can cheer the loudest and who can boo the loudest. It's <laughs> really quite, just there's going to be a royal rumble in Side Parkhead one day. If it doesn't <laughs> go soon. Uh, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I mean, even after those points. After all those points, um, even as I sit as I sit here in my <laughs> SD, men's twenty twenty one for um, I, I I can't see anything past. I can't see anything other than uh, Celtic will win the week. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That punchline was coming ten minutes ago. Yep, Celtic won the week. Aurelia Buta seems close as a right back. Thing looks very good. Kyogo Furuhashi. Bit, like, oh, I, forgot, I, I forgot you sent him. Yeah, so did we, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's still in isolation. We don't really know what's going on with him. And, um, yeah, but Purahashi apparently one of the best players in the J League. As I told Ange Postecoglou signing, of course, mm. he from the J League. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I'm very excited to see to go. It looks like Edward might stay. Uh, there is like rumours of Brighton, uh, but they don't seem too much into them. Uh, I think Romano denied it. Uh, so yeah, Edward might stay. And like, like, of course, I'm being totally biased, but in in my heart, Celtic won the league. In my brain, <laughs> Celtic, yeah, you know. Celtic, maybe they don't win the league, maybe they just win the Champions League. I don't know. (laughs) So I'll say Celtic quite tongue in cheek. So, just to recap, three people on this podcast who will not be appearing after this saying Rangers will win. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I've got Celtic. uh, That will do it. Um, For any, just to get a quick plug out there for any. Celtic fans who have made it this far and bought into everything I just said. <laughs> uh, I, me and a few other people have started a new podcast uh, called Celtic by the Hour. Uh, it will be debuting debuting on Spotify and Apple Podcasts tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow being a review of the Mitchell game, so Thursday. And yeah, you can follow that on Twitter at Celtic by the Hour. Uh, it's been great growth on that. I think it's now passed about 260 followers. Mm done an episode which is quite mental to be honest but yeah uh, if you're interested in that give that a follow and for now of this episode none of us will be listening back to uh, (laughs) (laughs) that'll do it and we'll see you next time hello and welcome back after a short break to the pub week podcast it's that time of the year again where wannabe pundits all over scotland attempt to look smart and predict how the leagues will go well, inevitably making an arse out of themselves come the end of the season. <laughs> It'll be a terrible idea to try and predict how the season will go before our ball's been kicked. And with that said, it's time for the podcast to attempt to look smart and predict the leagues, how the leagues will go. I'm your host, Aaron Smith, and joining me on an episode none of us will look back on this time next year are Adam Oliver, <laughs> Ramsey Banks and Aaron McIntosh. Before <laughs> uh, we get into predictions, um, we'll leave that on the, the slow burner right now. <clears throat> we'll quickly go to some select the league cup ties of the teams that we support uh, and uh, the Rangers game because probably should mention the since champions. So we'll, we'll go over that quickly. Rangers drawn at home to Dunfermline. Dunfermline, of course, a, a team that looked good, but you'd be silly to predict it now than a, uh, an easy Rangers win. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I think the same. I think. Rangers being at home, I, I'd imagine that we'll be back to, well, hopefully we'll be back to full houses and intimidating <clears> support. So hopefully, from my point of view, um, <laughs> Rangers gub Dunfermline and I'll <laughs> make sure that they don't have any confidence going into the championship whatsoever. I mean, there's not much I'd love more than, actually, I don't think he can play because he'll be cup tied, but if Kai Kendi was to put Rangers out, that would be quite good. <laughs> or be in your situation. <laughs> to go back to Ibrox and get the winner. Mm. That would be something else. Fan up. Uh, By the way. Yeah, but let's go on to uh, uh, Rafe Rovers v Aberdeen. Uh, we'll, of course, start with you, Aaron. How do you, of course, you'll be the underdog. How do you fancy Rafe's chances here? Uh, very happy that's a home game. Um, looking on Sunday when the draw was about to be made, I've seen all the teams that we could have got, and it was just like. You, you, you didn't want any of them. They were all Premiership teams. They were all teams that were in form. They are all teams that you'd expect to win. 
uh, being at home, uh, we have a good chance. That's all I'm going to say about it. We do have history, recent history, uh, against Aberdeen in the Cup um, when we went up to Aberdeen in the Scottish Cup in 2010, I think it was. Yes, 2010. We went up to Aberdeen with a bare thin squad. We had a player who almost died in a car crash the day before. We had a ca- we had our club captain was suspended. Um, we lost Johnny Russell during a warm-up. It was a, it was the most chaotic game, the preparation you can ever think of. And yet somehow we managed to win 1-0 and get through to the quarterfinals. So... I would hope for a result like that then. Hoping for something like that. I'll take I'll take any sort of win whatsoever, but nothing Maybe too Maybe without the injuries. Without the injuries, please. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a very difficult game after watching Aberdeen last week in the European game. They're looking, they look impressive from what I've seen. Uh, but hopefully, uh, with our style of play, we should make it a good game for ourselves. Yeah, I think you'd have to, if you're not putting any bias into Aaron, I think even you'd have to predict an Aberdeen one here. Mm-hmm. Especially, you mentioned their, their 5-1-1 against uh, Haken uh, from Sweden in the, the Conference League playoffs. And Haken, they aren't a bad team. It's not like yeah. uh, they're a, a total pub team like Hibs were playing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a Swedish team midway through a season and they just swept on the side. Uh, in particular, Christian Ramirez looked very good. Yeah. Jemmanuel uh, Thomas was brilliant too, settled really well. So I think, while I don't think it will be like a 4 0, a 5 0, even a 5 1 like it was midweek, um, I think Aberdeen will have more firepower and they will probably go through. Mm. Um, but moving on from that, uh, we'll go to Dundee taking on Motherwell at Dens Park. Okay. Uh, Adam, the Motherwell fan here. Yeah. Uh, you your chances, <laughs> Um, well, it could have been a lot worse for us, I suppose, but um, we bit, we bit repetitive. We've had Dundee the last couple of times in the cup, um, but if we get our act together, I think we should be okay. But Dundee are put good in pre-season, so that'll be a tough game. Yep, and it'll probably obviously the season will have started by then. But you just mm-hmm. had a try to bring it back up. You saw a, a bad result away to Airdrie with yep. your your rivals. Yep. Uh, do you think that will take a big hit on morale going into this cup game? As you say there, we'll just have to see how we start in the week. Um, the cup game's game gone, we can't change that now. Um, it was a pretty poor League Cup campaign actually. We didn't, you know, Queen's Park, we were, we were pretty lucky to get the win. Um, we were always hitting out in the home of Queen and South, we managed to turn that around. Um, but as you say, I think, you know, we just had to dust ourselves down after it. So we, we won. Against Ireland, we've got ourselves through, so that should have given us a wee bit of a boost, but certainly that Airdrie game's going to stick with me for a while. But we just have to forget about it, and if we can get off to a good start in the league, then, you know, uh, it's not going to be a forgotten about, but we'll certainly be a bit more buoyant. Yep, definitely. And uh, just finally on Marwell, uh, news by the time we were recording this, uh, a report came in that Sunderland are looking uh, for a bid for Stephen O'Donnell yep. uh, for around uh, half a million. There's no chance of that getting accepted, surely. Absolutely not, especially when you send a two-year deal. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's the usual one that the big English, big, I say big, but, you know, English club coming in trying to get Scottish international on the cheap, but um, at least £1 million or you can just forget it. Yeah. I think it's yeah. good, though, just whilst we're on a point about um, you wanting a million pounds, I think it's been really eye-opening this 
uh, transfer window. I don't know about you guys, but I think a lot of Scottish teams are holding firm against yeah. English teams. I think that St Johnston were doing that with um, a couple of their players. I think the Wigan were trying to get Jason Care for silly money, <laughs> uh, and they yeah. want they want at least six figures. So it's uh, seven figures. St Johnston want at least. Um, haven't Watford been really bad for it as well? I think they tried to yeah, get Josh Boyd and Lewis Ferguson. Lewis Ferguson. It's good, especially with the pandemic. But now we we're getting the fans back. That'll just that'll just make the club even more mm-hmm. tighter to deal with. So oh, I think this is the, I think this is the first year which I can remember. And obviously we have still got about a month to go until the transfer window closes. But this yeah. is the first year I can remember clubs actually holding firm to their players and saying to English clubs, "We want so and so much money." And yeah, we're think, waiting yeah. for them to make that deal. I think yeah. Rotherham were some of the worst for it as well. Yeah, I've heard there. about Rotherham. Like, looking at McGrath, I don't care if he's a penalty taker. He's a 10-plus goal centre mid, and those don't come cheap. So. No. no. Uh, and it would be disappointing for us to lose O'Donnell. I know he got a bit of stick after the Airdrie game and also the, the game against the Czech Republic, but he's an experienced player. I think he's 28, so we don't have much leaders. So it would be a pretty big blow to lose him, but... You know, we can't really turn down a big big offer, but certainly 500 grand is an absolute disgrace. Hopefully Scottish clubs do stop just sort of bending over for the English yeah. clubs. Yeah. I know this could sound quite ironic from a Celtic fan saying this, considering <laughs> we've taken <laughs> players like David Turnbull and Greg Taylor, just name a, a few recently. Yeah. But it's tight. Like, if you don't offer the right money, they can't go. It's no. as simple as that. Especially when it's Sunderland. I mean, Sunderland done what they were. So I think it would be a bit of a sideways step for them, if I'm being honest. But um, I know he, he wanted to try England again, but then he came came to us. So, but he signed a two year deal. So I, I don't think he'll be going anyway. I think he will be quite happy. Thing is, I think going to League One would probably be a step down in terms of getting back into the Scotland squad as well. Like I know Clark okay. loves him, but like, yeah. look at Palmer, he got left out. Mm. Yeah, I still think I don't know we'll get into the squads because of his relationship with Clark, but um, I see your point definitely. Yep, uh, and just the last fixture to talk about: uh, Celtic drawn at home v Hearts. Personally, of course, I mean I think Hearts were probably the hardest team we could have drawn. Uh, with the seeds, Hearts just missed out on being a seeded team. Mm. Um, I think the opening day of the season, of course, Hearts v Celtic at Tynecastle will probably have a good bear. And if Hearts get a result against Celtic, they'll be up for this. They'll and there probably will be no real reason, unless there's dramatic improvements at Celtic uh, in terms of squad, that they can go and win this. Whether it be fresh time penalties, just a, a, mm. I don't want to say a jammy one now, but they could easily place of the park, really. But you'll have a good support. Uh, I think you're getting, what, 25,000 against Dundee? So you'll yep, 24,000 for Dundee. And uh, you'd hope it would be more by this point. You're like approaching 30. I, just, I hope we get away fans in, like, with Mike Kibbs at Marvel. We hope that was, that's... Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a whole can of worms that I don't even want to talk about, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, the hearts getting <laughs> four thousand at Tynecastle while Hibs from the same city can travel <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not complaining. By the way, I'm not complaining about that. That just makes it better for us. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ticket, but yeah, it's definitely odd. Uh, but that'll do for the league cup. Let's get into the the reason that people actually tuned into this show. Uh, we'll give our predictions on the 
the four top leagues in Scotland, four leagues in the SPFL. Uh, for the Championship, League 1 and League 2, we're going to give uh, uh, the league winner and the team that's finishing bottom. Uh, for the Premiership, we will give league winner, uh, relegation playoff team and the relegated team. So we'll start with League 2. We'll start with who's going to be Club 42, so to speak. <laughs> uh, and for me, uh, I've got that being an Athletic. Uh, oh, okay. Last season, uh, yeah, I don't think that's a very popular pick, but last season, you look at the form, if you exclude Breakin, who, let's be honest, we all exclude Breakin, where they won <laughs> 1 in 14 uh, in the league, I believe. And to be fair, it was a good 5 1 winning against Denhouse Muir. But 1 in 14 is relega- not relegation form, but it's Club 42 form yeah. in that league. Uh, I will admit, like, I don't know too much about Anna's squad, what departures, what incomings they've brought in. But just going off that form, it doesn't seem like they're definitely not going to be a, a top half team. We'll say that. They probably they will be scrapping um, at the bottom. Mm. But I wish it was our game with Arnon so I could give you a better descript- like a description. But by the sounds of it, it doesn't seem to play that bad against us. So I, I don't. I think they'll be fine. I think they have a bit of a thin squad. I think I can't claim to know too much about them, but I think they lost their best, well, one of their best players in Nathan Flanagan to Sterling. And I think mm. by the sounds of it, by what I've been seeing, that's going to be a pretty huge loss. But I still think I, I think they're going to avoid it by sort of, by a decent distance. Yeah, like they have a thin enough. squad, but I think they'll have enough. Yeah, fair enough. Probably a more a more popular pick uh, for the champions of went with Kelty Hearts to get a double promotion. Uh, you just look, you look at the investment in their squad, and quite a few teams like this now, like Cove Rangers did it. Now Kelty coming through, uh, they've got uh, experienced players in their squad, such as Joe Cardo, uh, Jamie Bar Jonas, and Michael Tidser. Cal uh, Yeah, with the the money behind them. They probably should breeze the league. I think the only real competition I'd argue is Edinburgh City, but Kelly, I think, have a better squad, uh, and I think they they will do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's go in order of uh, my listings here on the app. Uh, Aaron, uh, who do you have being relegated from League Two or Club Forty Two? Well, I had Cowden Beef um, as the team that's finishing bottom. Um, I we. Um, we put all of our stuff onto the um, on our Twitter feed, and we made a list of who we thought was going to first bottom. I slightly regret picking Cowden Beast now, looking at their squad. Um, <laughs> Don't I be against how... the boy Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot about how much they actually do have a lot of quality players. They've got Craig Barr, um, they've got Liam Buchanan, they've got Kyle Hutton, Bobby Barr will be good in League Two level. Um, good goalkeepers as well. Cammy Gill's a good goalkeeper. Davy McGurn, um, you know, he's a Wraith Rovers legend, I would say. Um, they've got some very good players. My only concern is that they have, they've been finishing in the bottom, if not the bottom two, the bottom three for the last few seasons. And I think that's just a lot. It might just be a bit difficult. They've taken a couple of players on loan from us as well. Uh, and these are young boys. These are. 18, 17, 18 years old um, and I'm just a little bit concerned just how much they're going to get out of this um, but I think I think it will be a little bit 
better than what I thought was going to be, but I've gone for Ken Beef. 